You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today we're going to talk about visualization. A few weeks ago, I actually brought up visualization and how that can actually help to increase and better performance. Uh, in, in fight sports, we do it a lot. Things like forms or shadow boxing. These are things that become very beneficial, but we just think of them as just a means of sometimes refining a movement, but we don't think about how beneficial this can be, this visualization can be, when it comes to actually practically applying this. So this came to light really in a landmark paper that was done with basketball players shooting free throws. And free throws are a little bit different because it is full of constraints. It is a controlled environment for the most part. You're not reacting necessarily to event like you would in a game. But there's a paper by Kearns and Crossman in 1992, landmark, that usually means old. So, and it talks about the difference between free throw shooting performance and the um, uh, visualization of free through free throw shooting. Group A, they shot free throws. Group B, they visualized shooting the free throws and doing the relaxation. Here's what I don't like about this study, and uh, it, there was no control group. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that there was no control group. But what they did find is that both A and B groups did increase their shooting efficiency. So fast forward almost uh, uh, 15 years later. So we've got Schuster et al. doing something. And it was basically a review of the literature on motor imagery training. So and where they're saying, all right, I'm going to visualize a movement. So motor imagery. And... They looked in multiple different disciplines, and they found 133 studies that discussed it. And they talked about motor skills, strength, and performance. These were all included, and the participants were talked through motor imagery. Sometimes they were, they were told to close their eyes and just relax and visualize the motor imagery. See it happening. So we talk about that in the free throw, so multiple other things. And what they found is that this motor imagery training sessions, this is a quote, uh, elements of successful interventions were individual, supervised, and non-directed. And it added after their, it was added on after their physical practice. So they did the physical practice, then they did the imagery stuff afterwards. And they said that successful design characteristics were dominant uh, and they found this throughout the psychology literature and interventions focusing on motor and strength-related tasks. The interventions with participants, they were all aged 20 to 29, and the motor imagery interventions, interventions included participants of both genders. So we find the age group that it worked really well in. We find it worked really well, kind of same across the board for gender that didn't matter. So visualization can help with performance outcomes. We see it again. But a former guest, somebody that I've had on the show, and it was by request, his name is Rob Gray. I love Rob Gray's work. He does work on motor learning. 
and he's got a book called How We Learn to Move, which was an excellent book. I absolutely uh, I recommend the podcast that he was on on the NASMCPT podcast. I recommend his podcast, which is the Action Perception podcast, and his book called How We Learn to Move. It was really good. And one of the things that he talks about a lot is the need for action perception. And it's funny because his podcast is the Perception and Action Podcast or the Action Perception and Action Podcast. Uh, But what he's saying is that a lot of times in performance, it's not that you practice something in a very specific way over and over again, that the results from the motor behaviors come from the interaction and the variety of interactions. That's why uh, there's a lot of concern in the motor learning world about these one sport children that just grow up playing one sport because they find that the ones that play multiple sports are actually better at any one of the given sports because of their ability to receive and interpret information and then provide back. There's a lot of variability in the people that are very consistent. The thing is, is that they might be able to work through the variability in order to create that consistent pattern. So we're looking at creating consistency by giving people variety. What does this mean for visualization? Well, uh, we don't know exactly yet. We do know that visualization is very helpful, but practicing in a dynamic environment is also very helpful. It doesn't mean don't take time to learn a technique and and how to to move that might be a safer means of performance or a better way to potentially produce force. But eventually people will learn how they move. And that's just like um, uh, tennis players. So the US Open is taking place right now. And you can look at all of these tennis players and they're top level. They're the best in the world. And they all move a little bit differently. They all swing uh, a bit differently. They all play a bit differently. How they move, that is their individual motor control. And they can be just as good. They don't all have to move like Novak. They don't all have to move like Nadal. They all have their own things, but there are some basic tenets that go along with it. And visualization seems like it will help, especially if you don't have the ability to get out and perform. So when you can't take the court, when you can't take the field, when you can't get into the ring, then it's good to go through your visualizations to increase your performance. Something interesting now. Now we've got visualization that may be getting a boost through things like AR. And though we are not 100% there by any means, there is... So much research that's already starting to be done on AR to improve performance. And I think this is really cool. I know my kids will think it's cool because it would be a lot of fun to put on the Oculus and feel like they're actually getting better at doing some real-time sports. And they're moving instead of just sitting down, which is, if you're going to be on a device, I like the ones that you're exercising with. So let's look at this. This is a study that came out, and it said, towards the understanding of situated AR visualization for basketball free throw training. So just going back to the original study that we looked at, and now we're looking at a 2021 study where they're using AR, right? So we're, we, we've got this, um, this different reality that we're going on through, a, through an Oculus, through a visualization, through the meta quest. And here's what it says. 
Our results show that real-time visual feedback helps athletes refine subsequent shots. Shooters in our study achieve greater angle consistency with our visual feedback. Furthermore, AR visualization promotes an increased focus on body form in athletes. Finally, we present suggestions for designing a future sports AR studies. It seems like there's some really good information. So we are not just doing visualization, but now we have assisted visualization from uh, from these devices that you can now do AR on. I think that's pretty cool. There's a lot of interesting things. Now, I don't think that you're going to be able to do that. And, and we're not looking at gym time necessarily. We're looking at performance time. So if you're taking what you're learning and what you're doing in the gym and moving that out into a performance arena, whether that's uh, basketball or jujitsu or softball or baseball or uh, any any of these sports, the rugby and football and I think this is a great opportunity to say there's this gym time training. And we do know that there's increased hypertrophy that comes from a mind-muscle connection when you focus on a muscle. I might do a, 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 an episode about that because that's something that has come out recently. So focusing on something. But here we are now focusing on a movement that's not happening. We're visualizing it. We're trying to see it in our eye. In our eye, in our mind's eye, we're going through a movement. We are we are making the shot. And the thing is, visualization, you're always making them, right? So then you refine that pattern and you start to see it. And that kind of stuff can help people with performance. How? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't like it. Because if you can't get out and practice rainy day for the kids, the visualization of that happening is very important. For those of us who have martial arts, the shadow boxing that you've been doing, there's a lot to be said for the shadow boxing, but not just throwing your arms and dipping your head, but seeing the opposition and what they might be doing and visualizing that as you go through your bobs and your weaves and your ducks and your slips. So uh, I think this is a really cool concept and it's something that we can apply throughout our lives. Now, if you want to take this to the gym also, you can say, this is what I seeing when I do my cleans, when I do my push presses, if I'm doing any Olympic lifting, if I'm doing my kettlebell swings, if I'm doing a Turkish getup, all the things in the gym that you want to see yourself improve at, you can actually visualize that. And we've got research to back that up. Now, not specifically for those exercises, but for other performance indicators in many sports. And the, the literature is quite vast and it is quite appreciated. So I thought that you might want to hear a little bit about it. Thank you so much for being here today. If you've got questions and you want to ask me something, you can reach out to me on Instagram at dr.rickritchie, or you can email me at rick.ritchie at nasm.org. Like, subscribe, share, and keep inspiring people to fitness. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.